Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to another edition of Trendy presented by Overhaul, the show where we like to compete while exploring the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And the lead up is finally over. Not only do we have the big game on Sunday, we finally have the heavyweight gamblers here on Trendy after we spent time with our producers who like to play DFS and dabble a little bit. After we had Damashek, our fantasy pal on, and Guttles, a heavily biased kids from Kansas City. We finally have your real money makers on the show. Martin Weiss, Jed Piacenti. How are you guys feeling today? I'm honored to be I was honored to be uh noted with that actual real money maker Jen Piacenti who is uh I mean, let's be honest, the true brand of this operation right here. I know this is not in the typical trendy format. I just want to state now, I am tailing her national anthem bet. Whichever way she goes, <laughs> that's the way I go. Oh. A lot of pressure on that national anthem bet this year. It's, I think it's going to be a tight one, but uh, we are officially taking the under here at Extra Points Podcast Network. We're taking the under on 90 and a half. So under we go because there's nobody who's done more research in the Reben McIntyre style than Jen Piacenti. That's what I know. I know that to be true. Yeah, so I, uh, you know, I started this company four years ago, and I think it's fair to say there's been ups and downs, particularly for all those disappointed people that are hearing my voice instead of sounds <laughs> right now. But it was worth it. It was worth starting the entire company to have this national <laughs> anthem stuff broadcast over YouTube. Jen is the best I've ever seen at it. She is three and zero. I hope we are not jinxing her, but she's yeah. taking her first under, and now we're looking at four straight years. Yeah, we are. So we're, we're going, actually, the public is on our, on our side. So I usually try to fade the public, but this time I think they're right. I mean, I, I recorded it in the style of Reba McIntyre, how I think she'll do it a million times. And uh, it, still, it always comes up under 90 and a half. So if she's acapella, and I think she will be, and listen, there was a tape recording of her at the Super Bowl yesterday saying, it's not about me. And that's kind of why I'm taking the under. I just don't think it's about her. I think it's literally about delivering the story of the song. And that's it. And as long as you got money on it, I care how long it lasts. Otherwise, like I agree with her. Like I'm not there for three and a half minutes of vocal gymnastics. Get in, get out. You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. So someone I know who loves to fade the public, not just on the national anthem, is Martin Weiss. And I've already listened to him on Lemon Pepper, so I know which way he is leaning in this particular contest. Is that because this is the uh, the masses or asses? Or you actually think San Francisco is going to win this game, Martin? I mean, it's a mix of both, but it, the gambler in me refuses to allow me to lay. There's like, because there's nothing worse than holding a ticket in your hand, knowing that 86% of the people who bet on the game also are holding the same ticket. That's just, uh, that's just what are we doing? Well, I mean, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> uh, I guess we all just thought it was free lunch today. Like, I mean, is that how it's supposed to work? Like, no. And, but, I know we're not doing a second guest express, but my second guest express is going to be the one that I have one and it will well, hold it. We will. Rest. We will do one. We will do one. So hold well, on. Right it's going to haunt me for the rest of the freaking summer. If it actually happens <laughs> and I'm going to go crazy. I can't wait for week one next year already. 
Well, this is a contest, as you alluded. We're doing a different tra- uh, trendy format. We are having a staff-wide contest. Everybody you've heard on the show this week is competing for a unspecified bonus uh, that will be paid to the contest winner and upon uh, upon completion. So what is y'all's strategy going into this? Because I think this is important. You can just give out what you think are the four best bets, and they can all be minus 110s. But that means you're probably you're doing the public a great service, and you can bet it in your own real life. But you're probably not going to win the contest. Or you just hear for, like, trying to win the contest you're stretching a little bit you're throwing things out that you might not fully believe are going to happen but if they do give you the best chance to win jen what are you doing here listen i'm not it's not either or guys i'm giving you uh, great odds and i'm giving you winning bets just trust me just hang on i got them for you oh wow Warren, yeah. are you scared already i, I believe I'm legitimately in- intimidated by Piacenti. She whooped me the last time she came on this show. I've had a mixed record with you. I've had a mixed record with everybody else. The only knockout blow I think that I'm I'm 0-1 against anybody in the network is Jed. So she scares me a little bit. Well, I don't know. I mean, I didn't she is the brains of this operation. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> like, she is, she's, she's the engine that makes this car go. So how how is your car going though, Martin? Are you uh, throwing things out there that you know? Are you going plus five hundred, plus six hundred, and hoping to hit, or are you going to just give out minus one tens and try to win all four? I have one four to one, but it's a little bit of a cop out, honestly. I, I feel bad because I let Brett down. I know Brett was expecting me to come with a lotto ticket, but uh, it's the Super Bowl, and generally, I'd like to try to end the season on a win, you know, yeah. as opposed <laughs> to ending the season on a few on a few uh, donations to the poor. That's that's exactly right. So this weekend, we'll do our picks here in just a minute. This weekend, though, guys, I've asked this question of everybody. How are you spending Sunday? Are you spending it at a bar? Are you spending it at home? What are you eating? What are you doing? Jen, you go ahead and go first. I'm spending it at home, um, chilling out because, you know, um, I, I feel like I do so much work and so much prep for this. And like this is almost like my Sunday, like my church or something. And like <laughs> I just kind of like don't want outsiders involved. So it's just going to be me um, chilling out, watching the game, like with pizza. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's the be- that better than Brett's like, sad answer. It's a little lame, but it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> you're doing. You're you're middle of the pack for answers this week. What about the coolest guy I know, Martin? What's the coolest way to spend your Sunday? Well, if uh, if weather permits, I'll be watching it at my cousin's house in uh, in the Hollywood Hills. So that'll be nice. It'll be he's normally has he's got like an indoor outdoor type of deal in one of those houses that looks like you know it could be owned by the cartel, and he's got a great view of uh, of Hollywood. So it'll be he'll roll the TV out there. There's some big fifty five inch screen that he'll roll out there and put so that way it'll be a view of Los Angeles. Behind the Super Bowl, if I actually, if the weather allows it, I'll take pictures and uh, and send it to you guys. But uh, but yeah, you know, it'll be up there, up there in the hills. Hopefully, if not, I'll be right here on my couch, uh, very similar to Jet. Yeah, it's funny you looking at what you're staring at those hills, man. Do you have a food that you have to eat for the Super Bowl, or anything served to you is good? Uh, it, it's gonna be like ridiculous foods. Like it'll be chicken wings, and it'll also be like bacon wrapped dates type thing like it's it's all it's all foo foo she she as my dad can would i change say. my choice i'm gonna go to martin's cousins <laughs> you want to give out the address can we roll through what's going on out there you know i could probably bring two or three with me you know what i'm saying so if you guys want to uh hop that flight let's make it happen yeah take jen for sure because she'll make that money before you pay for that whole thing so exactly. uh 
I usually talk about soccer, as you guys know, for the the time of the, at the network. This is the first year I actually have to talk about the Super Bowl after the Super Bowl, so I got to pay extra attention. I've usually spend the time brainwashing my kids into you know trying to care about football and getting into the big game. But guess what? Because of Miss Taylor Swift, no brainwashing required. That brainwashing is already done. They are more excited about the game than I am just to see their their hero. I will say though, the one thing that I do do as a tradition. Uh, I picked it up about 10 years ago, and I only make it once a year. I make a cheese steak dip only on Super Mm. Bowl Sunday. You get the flank steak. You get that up nice. You mix it in with your cheeses. You chop up the onions. You saute those. You put in the mushrooms. You mix it all together. Get some uh, baguettes. Toast those up nice. Dip it in. And I will say I've been going – I've been bringing it to Super Bowl parties for a decade. I have never brought a leftover home a single time. You go to those parties where there's 30 uh, dishes out there. Mine's the only one clean, baby. So I found it somewhere on the internet, but it is absolutely worth trying out. If you guys want to uh, hop a flight to come my way instead of going out to Martin's cousin's house. A cheesesteak dip. What will they think of next? <laughs> well, hopefully we'll think of some winners, Martin. So let's go ahead and give Caesar some love and then get into our real picks here. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117 Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia If you or someone you know has a gambling problem crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia 1-800-GAMBLER.net New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right. Enough foreplay, enough leading up to it. We are going to make you guys some money here. Uh, Remember for the format, we are not doing the categories. We are each going to give four picks, but the last pick that we give does count for two units. Highest return wins the staff contest. I asked them their strategy because I was trying to get them to tip it off, but these guys being savvy vets, they didn't go too far into it so I could change all of my picks. I will say in my strategy, uh, I do not have a heavy lean on this game, guys. I I feel very ambivalent about it, and that's not usually how I feel about the Super Bowl. I am holding, and this did influence my uh, decision, I am holding an 8-1 to one Chiefs to win the Super Bowl future. So I've been holding that for a very long time. So I've already got some nice action down on this game. My only question was to hedge it. But I'm actually going with picks that I think that not only can win, uh, only one of them matters who wins the game. So I think it's going to be a very close contest. And I am playing both sides against the middle to see if I can hit two of my four at big plus numbers to win this contest, regardless of the outcome. Because I don't have a great lean on it. As, uh, as they would say on succession, you can't lean on it as bendy as F. I don't have it. Maybe you guys do. Martin's fading the public. Jen, I want to hear uh, your deep analysis, see what you really think. But I'm just going to root for bets that can cash no matter who wins. So that's where I'm going in this contest. Jen, where are you going with your first pick? So um, just generally how I feel about the game is I think it's going to be a close one. The most important thing I think about it is that it's going to be more low scoring. So yeah, the public is like 80% on the Chiefs and that does scare me because yes, I am on the Chiefs. Um, But they're also overwhelmingly on the over. And I think they're wrong on that because the Kansas City Chiefs defense has been elite in the postseason. Both defenses were elite during the regular season. They're both top three as far as points allowed. Chiefs allowing 13.3 in the postseason per game. I just think this is going to be lower score. Four of the last five Super Bowls have gone under. So my my picks are kind of predicated on the idea that I think it's going to be a little bit more low scoring and how I see the game playing out. So my my first pick, I got to go with Isaiah Pacheco, over 64 and a half rushing yards, just a simple minus 115, simple. He's at rushing average of 21 times per game in the postseason. He's been averaging nearly 85 yards per game. And the Niners have given up the most rushing yards to opposing running backs in the postseason. I mean, like we saw them give up 108 to Aaron Jones two weeks ago. We saw them give up more than 100 to Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. So I'm going with Pacheco. The Chiefs have been leaning on him. It's a it's a formula that's been working. And 64 and a half, I think it happens. I think they're going to try to, again, low scoring game. I think clock is going to be drained. I think it's going to be a slower paced game. I like Pacheco over 64 and a half. And it's smart to align your interests. It would be embarrassing for the fantasy expert, Jen Piacenti, <laughs> to lose to the soccer guys two out of three years in our uh, fantasy contest. Which and you need Pacheco happen. to come through. Yeah, yes. it's, a, it's another tight one. 
Um, Martin, I will say, Jen, uh, looking at a low-scoring game, this is where I couldn't be more on your side of fading the public. Like, I, I love to bet unders in the playoffs and also in week one of the NFL. The more pent-up demand and the more, like, square action comes in, the more I love unders because nobody bets the under as a square. Everybody wants points. Everybody wants to celebrate uh, on Sunday. So overs make friends, unders make money, and that is never more true than at the Super Bowl. I mean, I definitely, I tend to agree. I think that if you're looking at the Chiefs' offensive explosion of a last, the AFC Championship game of a whole 17 points, then I think you're probably, you know, I mean, it. it's also just kind of evident, like, but it feels wrong. It's like, yeah, that's Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes over there. They should be able to get the 24. It's like, well, they got the 24, like, what, three times this season, four times this season in general. So I'm with, I'm with Jenna, a total of 48. I'm looking at a game. I think it's, I think we're looking at a 20, like 24 to 21, 21 final score exactly. in general. Me too. All right. Well, t- how are you going to take advantage of that low scoring game, Martin? How are you going to uh, give ahead and win this contest? Take advantage of those scores. Uh, like an idiot. I'm going to start uh, <laughs> uh, like it, like a real, a real jackass because I just picked under and in my, uh, in one of my plays I have, well, this one just started out. I have a three-leg same-game parlay here of Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown. Duh. Isaiah Pacheco to score a touchdown. Very similar to all of Jen's analysis. I just think mm-hmm. one of those rushes ends in the end zone. And then San Francisco money line. So there you go, Brett. Three uh, Plus 370 right there for that one. But uh, So like a true jackass, I'm picking people to score touchdowns in a game in which I'm saying is going mm-hmm. under. All right. And the 49ers money line. The 370 is a great way to go about this. I mean, that is the way I am thinking. I am looking for bets in that range, and I'm trying to win two out of four. So if we're going to go ahead and give our jackass picks first, let me go ahead and pile on that. Let me play the narrative and make my kids happy because Caesars and I looked at every single prop that Caesars has offered. I spent well over an hour last night. I looked at everyone. I gave everyone at least the blink test of whether I would follow them. And they have a list of player props that are all themed that are just flat out fun. And I found one that I actually like, and it's called the 1989 parlay. The 1989 parlay is Kelsey to score one touchdown, nine receptions, and 89 yards. You put those uh, together, 1989, and it plays plus 400. Obviously, positively correlated. He gets nine receptions, great chances, but one of them goes in the end zone and he gets 89 yards. Honestly, that's the one I'm most nervous about. I think, you know, with the 49er strength at linebacker and with the game script, nine is an awful lot. I kind of wish that uh, Taylor had put out an album called like 1689. Then I'd feel a whole lot better about this prop. But given the numbers that I got to lay, I think I am getting a reward at plus 400 that makes it worth it. And if it hits, I'm going to be hard to catch in this contest. And you're not postseason contest too. I, um, that's happening. Either way. Come on, you better face that inevitability, my friend. You're nodding your head there. Do you like that one, or am I a sucker for taking that one? Uh, I don't think he gets to nine catches. I think he does get. He can get 89 yards, and I think that he does get a touchdown. I don't think he gets to nine catches. That that line is fluctuated between six and a half and seven and a half. But seven and a half was plus money over for like plus one ten a few weeks ago. I yeah. just, I think you're right. I just don't think that the Niners are going to allow nine catches to Travis Kelsey, but. You never know. I mean, they haven't allowed anything like that. So like historically um, this season, but that being said, they only face like three lead tight ends all year, like Hawkinson and 
that's about it. Well, if you, if you think Kelsey's going to score, we have to all hope he doesn't do it first because Gunnels made one of his picks. Kelsey first time uh, oh. touchdown score at plus seven hundred. So if you yeah. see that happen on Sunday. I considered we'll that one. For a second. Yeah. Well, right, we, I do know this. The 49ers haven't given up a ton, but Patrick Queen and Rokon Smith are two of the best inside linebackers in football. And uh, Travis Kelsey just threw a party in Baltimore. So, <laughs> Fair point. That is a fair point. You made me feel better about my bet already. All right, Jake, go ahead and give out your second one. Okay, my second one is, okay, so I will do my, this is my plus 525 parlay, okay? Here we go. Three legs. Chiefs money line. So a little bold there. Um, under 50 and a half points for the game and Mahomes, no interception plus five. I love this. Yeah. That's five twenty five. Holy heck. I like that one yeah. quite a bit. Walk, I mean, walk us through the thinking, but like my gut so reaction my, was to run to my sports book and empty my account into it. Yeah. So my gut reaction is I just think that the cheap, the odds of them winning are let's face it. It's 50, 50. So chiefs money line, don't, no spread, no, whatever, just money line. They win. I think, I think they do, even though the public does too, which is the only thing that's making me nervous. Um, I, just think that Andy Reid is the better coach. And I think Patrick Mahomes is the far better quarterback. And I'm not a Brock Purdy hater, but let's be real. He's also just unmatched in the postseason. It's just ridiculous what he can do. Under 50 and a half points. That's even giving myself a little leeway from the 47 and a half points. And then Mahomes, no interception. The last time Mahomes threw an interception in the postseason was the AFC championship game versus the Bengals. So it's been two years. And I know the Niners had a lot of takeaways this year. They had 14, but I just, again, we're talking about a different animal. This is postseason Mahomes. So I feel like it's worth it. Plus 525 payout. I, this is like my favorites. Same game. Probably. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't put two units on that one. That one's really good. Martin, does that one make you nervous? It makes me nervous. I think we were already playing for second against Jen. No. I mean, it's strong. It's very strong. And to get all those, to get those at five to one, Again, I said it again. I'm not being patronizing or, or, or being silly when I said the brand of the operation is uh, the top screen here because she's the like that's the that's the type of things you get out of Jen. It's like that. Uh, how is that not three to one? No, it's just five to one. Why? Because PHNT cooked it up. That's why. <laughs> that's uh, exactly me, why. What are you cooking up for us? Uh, this is gonna be kind of lame, but. You know, sometimes you got to bet on things that are just favorited because that's the way the Super Bowl thing goes. Like you bet all you, you play around with all those pluses, and all of a sudden you just look back and it's like, wow, now I just have all these slips of toilet paper. That's about all these <laughs> tickets are useful for right now. I'm going with Christian McCaffrey over 33 and a half receiving yards. Uh, I don't know what. Uh, America just has seem, seemingly forgot that Christian McCaffrey is going to play wide receiver like five yeah. times in this game. And I think his he's, he's flux, his catch numbers is uh, fluctuated between like three and a half and four and a half. I think it probably ends over that as well at like probably five to six because Kansas City's corners are so good. And Christian McCaffrey is also so good that they're going to check down to him several times. Like you were saying, Jen. Uh, Kansas City has far and away the better quarterback here. And I know if you don't say Brock Purdy's the MVP, all of a sudden you're a hater. So I, I guess pencil me as a hater because uh, right. I don't think that Brock Purdy is going to be, you know, the biggest difference maker in this game. This is going to they they traded all those compensatory picks for Christian McCaffrey for a reason. This reason is right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I said on a Wednesday show, see if you two experts agree with me, that let's say Mahomes and Pacheco had the exact same stats as Purdy 
and uh, McCaffrey. If the Chiefs won, Mahomes would be the MVP. If the Niners won, McCaffrey would be the MVP. Even they have the exact same stats, just because of kind of the narrative around the quarterbacks in this game. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. I and that makes so. them that makes the McCaffrey MVP bet look really good because yes. you're not you're not paying the normal quarterback tax, but you're getting the odds as if that quarterback tax still exists. So that plus four twenty five or so, I think is great. I love Martin's bet on the receiving yards. I think um, Hench gave out one. I think it was Hench on the 15 minute pregame show longest reception. I think it was over 14 and a half for McCaffrey. I, I love that one as well. Like these, if this so wasn't too. a contest, I'd be loading up on these minus one ten over unders right. on positions on plays like that. So I am backing these fully. Uh, so let's see here. I want to go with another one that is completely neutral. Like Kelsey can hit his 1989 bet. Doesn't matter who wins. This one is even more neutral. I am going with total players with a pass attempt in the game. Over 2.5 is a plus 170 yes. bet. Wow. Is plus 170. So think about what you get here. Mm-hmm. You get the gadget plays, you get fake kicks, and you get injuries to the quarterback position. Any of those uh, happen, you're cashing at almost two to one. And as I said, this is a contest. I'm trying to hit two out of my four bets. And we have seen gadget plays happen in the Super Bowl. And we often see them from my memory. I didn't do a ton of research because I didn't have the time to go through 57 games. We often see them for teams not known for gadget plays. They've kept this thing under the hood for uh, ever since August. They started working it on two a days, but they never broke it out until they absolutely needed it. So neither of these teams are known for like a ton of trickery. If you look at their past attempts on the year, it's not like they've got like seven guys who have attempted pass. It's their starter. It's the backup. It's Debo and like maybe one other guy. But if you're ever going to break it out, it's in a close game and uh, in the Super Bowl against teams that have been scouting you hard all year. This is when it is the time to break out your best play. And if it's a flip forward from any player but a quarterback, I can cash this at any moment of the game. Christian McCaffrey is their backup quarterback. (laughs) And he's in line for MVP at four to one. I mean, yes, this happens. There's no, it happens every Super Bowl. There's always a third player that attempts to pass. Doesn't it? Seems like you look dumbstruck, Martin. Well, no, because I I went with Genwin initially with Christian McCaffrey could easily attempt to pass in this game. But also, I kind of disagree. Maybe this is true of this Kansas City team that they're not one to run a lot of trick plays. But historically, Kansas City is always doing some type of circus stuff with the ball. So my because my first thought went, oh, Chris McCaffrey, definitely. But then I thought about it again. The dump truck was, dang. Who could throw a pass for Kansas City? Because I think you've got a few different options there. Is Travis yeah. Kelsey be, might, might just do it himself. Mm-hmm. He does everything else, whatever he wants to do. He's like, I could easily see him taking the ball by line of scrimmage and just chucking it up there. And it also is the much smarter way to play what happens if Brock Purdy gets benched in this game. Because I know like one right. of the more popular bets is Sam Darnold to win the MVP. Yep. The amount of the the way the stars would have to align for Sam Darnold to win the MVP of this game, I think is a lot. So I wouldn't necessarily bet on that because I think it's kind of ridiculous. But if in fact that's even as close to becoming true, this two and a half caches with the breeze. Plus 170, baby. Come on, join like me on that one. You guys look excited about that. Yeah, one. that's a really good one. All right. Well, I said we came to play today, guys. It's Friday edition. We got the pros in here today. What do you got for us, Jen, on the third pick? Okay, I got Travis Kelsey's longest reception to be over 20 and a half receiving yards. He's gone over this 10 times this year, including all three playoff games. 
And the Niners have allowed nine tight ends to exceed this mark, including uh, names that are not households, such as Jeff Swaim, Colby Parkinson, Will Disley. I mean, this is a gimme to me. They've allowed 35 receivers in total. That's including tight ends and wide, rec and wide receivers to have a catch of 21 yards or more. They played 19 games. They've allowed 35 people to do this. That's nearly two players per game on average do this. Travis Kelsey, like, I don't know that he's necessarily going to have the volume of catches. I'm sure they're going to try to shut him down. They're going to have a plan. But I do think he's going to have at least one big catch. And he has yards after catchability. You know, once he gets it, he can usually get pretty far. So I'm going with that. It's minus 113. This is not a big payout, but it's one of my favorite safe bets. Yeah, and can't you actually like see in your head already Bosa trying to ch or Chase Young or whoever trying to chase Mahomes down? He plays a little backyard football. Kelsey gets uncovered and then, uh, down the sideline. You get that twenty-one yard reception. Like I can, I can see it in my mind's eye right now. Right, exactly. Martin, how do you feel about that one? Oh, I think it's, I think any look the the Kansas City Chiefs get away with buddy ball like no other team right. in the NFL. Like the the, the whole offense is. All right, Patrick's going to sit there and scramble and wiggle and, and spin around and spin wag his hips a little bit and just pump fake, pump fake, pump fake until uh, Taylor's boyfriend gets open. So, yeah, I, I I think it's a great I think it's very sharp, uh, especially when you just I just have this vision of of Patrick again, stepping out of a sack against Baltimore and found, somehow finding Kelsey over the middle. I think it was in the second quarter. And it's just that's just that's just what he does. Um but um, this is probably my my longest shot here going forward. Uh, four to one, Christian McCaffrey to win the MVP of the Super Bowl. There it is. Yeah, the great one. Somebody had to do it. Yeah, somebody had to do it. I'm glad it's you. That's a good one. Go I ahead, give us a case. Well. But because I picked the Chiefs, I couldn't do it because I wanted to try to stay like all aligned. No, I I, I get bet. it. Go, if you're gonna go down, go down in flames, right? That's that's <laughs> the way. I mean, I I just I'll never forget that thirteen to three. Patriots Rams Super Bowl where I decided I was just you know anytime touchdown scores well, <laughs> bad call by me bro uh, but no I think uh, I don't think that so Brock Purdy while he has played well uh, well I should say while he has finished well in the last two games that the 49ers played against the Packers obviously uh, led the uh, game winning drive that ended in a Christian McCaffrey touchdown and then uh, in the second half against the uh, Lions there. Uh, he did not play well up until the last drive of that Packers game and didn't play well in the first half of the Lions game. So I think I, I imagine that Kyle Shanahan, having been in this position before, is going to lean on the, uh, you know, dance with the girl who brung you. And that is Christian McCaffrey, 100%. I expect him to go over rushing, over receiving, over receptions, over I, – I expect it to be yeah. Christian right, Christian left, Christian up the middle, uh, basically the entire uh, entire game here. And I think if the Niners are able to win, which I, I – that's what I'm picking, and I think they'll win and cover. If they're able to win, that's going to be the, the engine behind how they get it done. Uh, I, I expect, you know, this is a running back and there's no more games left, man. Is, I wouldn't be surprised to see with 30 carries, you know, yeah. it's like just making the Chiefs just boom. You, you're going to just deal with getting hit over and over and over and over and over and over again, a la Marshawn Lynch. 
Yeah, Brett gave some of the same analysis on Monday. So it's going to be a real race between you two if McCaffrey goes off in the way you guys are describing because it's like it seems like a lot of attempts. Seems like, you know, the way to attack Kansas City is uh, is on the ground. I know you like people that run the Rock, Martin, so I'm not, not surprised at all that you're all over McCaffrey. So, I mean, I think if the game goes that way, like we're going to have a lot of profits from this week based on everybody's analysis. Uh, I am going with my third pick and another completely neutral one. And this is a, this is also uh, a bit narrative driven, Jen and, and Martin. It's a, it's a bit narrative driven, I will admit. But this has been the year, I think, more than anything else. We as both like talking heads and as a nation have become obsessed with talking about football analytics and how it is affecting uh, aggressiveness out on the field. And so digging deep into the Caesar sheet, successful two point conversion plus three hundred plus 300 for either team to get a two point conversion in this game. And uh, if you see, if you like are paying attention to the narratives whatsoever, the idea to go for it, to put your foot on the gas has never been more prevalent. I also think that weird stuff happens in Super Bowls and you like get super happy when you have the square that's seven zero or four seven or whatever it might be. And then like two five hits, you're like, what the hell happened? How did that happen? Well, it happened because there was a safety or there were two point conversions that came into play. And so to get three to one, that these two teams with powerful offenses, uh, Niners at least have a shaky kicker, and they might be chasing each other and might be chasing weird score lines. One of them is going to get a two-point conversion. I think it's more of a like 60-40 proposition, and get three to one feels like value to me. I'll be honest, not a fan. Not, not a, a fan. fan. All right, that's fine. Not a fan of the two-point conversion play because while the Niners have a shaky kicker, uh, shout out to Michigan's Jake Moody. Uh, I do think the only, I think the only way we see this is if an extra point is missed. I think we're going to see kind of a straightforward football game here, um, because it because while I agree with the overall sentiment, it just seems to me that these two teams are ones that are going to line up and kick the extra point. Jen, do you disagree? So I. What, I I don't mind the bet and the reasons for it, but I think it should pay a lot better than three to one because I actually did this research looking into it. Two uh-huh. point conversions are still attempted only less than 10% of the time after a score, even though I do think that's changing. And then only 50% of them are successful. I feel like it should pay better than three to one. Though I do yeah. like it. I think it's possible. I just wish it had a better payout. I obviously always hope that it has a better payout, particularly on winning bets. I would say that like an uh, analysis of, and again, I, I didn't do it. So I, I don't want to like be the person say, oh, you did it and I didn't. Let me tell you why you're wrong, because that's what the Internet's for. Uh, and I'm mm-hmm. not here to, to be the voice of the Internet. I would say, though, that like two point analysis that predates the last two or three years is almost worthless at this point. Like if you're looking like, oh, well, I'm going to build in the last 15 years and I'm going to count year 15 the same as I counted 2023, like that doesn't matter to me. But when you're saying that this is still a trend in 2023 or 2022, I think you have to look at that before in this particular category when you're doing your trends. I mean, I do agree that it's happening more and that people are more bold. And I think, but I don't feel like the Chiefs are the team to do it. Maybe yeah. the Niners. Yeah, so, I, 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 I definitely see, see more Francisco than Niners. Being the team to attempt it, I wouldn't see Kansas City just in while. And while it's we're tracking more towards that, and I agree with that. These are two coaches that have been coaching now for at least what Shanahan's in year eight uh, yeah. of being a head coach now. No, nine, right, nine, because Michigan Harbaugh was nine in Michigan. Yeah, so he's in year nine of being the head coach. These guys are. They've kind of figured out their strategies at this point. It's not like you're dealing with a Dan Campbell who's uh, 
you know, storming on the scene with his, yeah. with his analytics. All right. Well, we'll see. I'm willing to put my money down. And to be honest, I just was looking for something that I felt good about. And my strategy is to hit two out of four and win this contest. So when I saw plus 300 and versus the other bets that I saw in that range, this is one I liked a little bit better. But go ahead. Let's go ahead and get to the big one here. This is your, your credibility pick. You got two units on it, Jen. What is your best bet for the Super Bowl? I got two units on Brock Purdy having over three and a half rushing attempts. Okay. Now, the Chiefs allowed the third most rushing attempts to opposing quarterbacks during the regular season. In the postseason, they've allowed the most. It's an average of seven and a half per game. Now, of course, you're going to say, yeah, but it was Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. That is true. But Brock Purdy rushed six times versus the Packers. He rushed five times versus the Lions. He's been using his legs. And even Tua had three attempts versus the Chiefs. He's not a running quarterback. So I, I like this because it pays plus 130. So it's like, a nice value. That's why I'm going to put two units on it. I think it's probably going to hit for me. Um, and I'd rather do that than the rushing yards prop for Brock Purdy is at 12 and a half. I like that one too, but everyone's betting it and there's not as much value. So I'm taking the over rushing attempts for plus one. You've been spending too much time with spaghetti. You guys have now mind melded. You're both giving out the same picks on this. You've well, he too took time over three and a half rushing yards, which I told him, I called him later and I was like, Eddie, I don't think that market exists. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I uh, now heard the analysis and I've heard you say this. I think we're going to have to retrospectively look at Spaghetti's pick on Monday because I think it should be three and a half attempts. There's no way that it moved Not nine yards um, and he got plus money on three money. and a half yards. So okay. we're going we're gonna to have to dig into that, but that's all right. It sounds like you guys are on the same page. Martin, your turn, man. Where are you going with on your two unit bet? One question for Jen first. A kneel down counts as a rushing attempt, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm yeah. about to say because yeah. I could easily see that 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 coming into play. Rushing Hopefully, attempt for a loss. That's why it's better to take the attempts than the yards, right? Especially dealing with and one there's a, a note of caution dealing with Patrick Mahomes because that dude likes to dance a little bit before he takes a knee, and Durnley he's dancing the wrong way. So just be That's aware. That's why I'm not taking the over on his rushing prop, by the way, which a lot of people are citing his historical rushing overs, but I don't think he does it this week. It's 26 and a half it's too high. It's going to be more like 21, 22. Yeah, I can easily see. You could easily see Mahomes <laughs> bailing out on two third and eights, getting both first downs, and then as as he's milking the clock, go back right under there yeah. and finish with 24 rushing yards on the night. 100%. Um, I'm taking total rushing plus receiving yards for Christian McCaffrey over 128 and a half. Uh, that just that that rushing number is so high uh, just mm -hmm. by itself that uh, I'd like to I like to add in the uh, I, I, I thought about just doing over receiving and over rushing and parlaying the two. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and do this combined bet so I can get the receiving yards to boost up what might be a tough night on the ground. Uh, but I, again, I do think he's going to get like 30 freaking carries. So he's going to, he's going to, but I could easily see, uh, you know, a, uh, 27 attempts for, uh, you know, 80 yards flat, uh, rushing and then an extra 50 receiving as he, because this is the thing he's going to break one. Like he hasn't broken one in a long, the last time I can remember Christian McCaffrey, like, in the open field with the, catching a pass was really off the top of my head, the Cardinals game in which he was so open that he fell down 
And Brock Purdy, you know, missed him with the pass. He fell down, caught the ball, got up, and had enough time to tie his shoes and then go into the end zone. So I, I think there's another mode here where McCaffrey gets open, especially if Debo can stay healthy the entire game, because that's really, to me, the key to their offense is, is Debo playing wide receiver this play? Is he playing running back this play? Is Christian McCaffrey playing wide receiver this play? Is he playing running back this play? Who knows? How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll pop? So I'm going with Christian McCaffrey uh, uh, over 120, 128 and a half rushing and receiving yards. That's a So last time, last time Jen was on this program, one of the ways she beat me was separating out combined yards into a parlay for rushing and receiving yards. And so you like the receiving yards from McCaffrey. You already gave that out. You like the total. It would follow that you might also want to look at uh, the parlay on his over rushing and over receiving separately and get into that like two to one plus payout. I've been thinking about it. It's just something about that number. That What is it? It's, that 92 it's, uh, and a half feels high to you. Yeah, that's it a high. lot. It is. It is a lot. That's it is. a lot. So I, I like the I like adding in the receiving and going over 128 all purpose. Well, you are properly aligned with all your picks. You are all in on McCaffrey. You're in on the Niners. You've thought this through and, and bet one way. So I, I like that. Like you're just you're not like me. You're not like playing the middle. You've got to lean and you're you're chasing it. I for my two credit pick. I am doing uh, somewhat of the opposite. I am taking advantage of a negative correlation, which no winning gambler has ever said out loud on a program. So that try uh, exposes me for what I am. But I am going to take McCaffrey to score a touchdown. We all seem to think that's going to happen, right? Like that seems to be something yes. we've almost hand waved that that's going to happen in the Super Bowl. But then you tag that in with McCaffrey to score a touchdown, but the Chiefs to win, not the Niners. The Chiefs money line, McCaffrey scores. You get all the way to plus 225. Mm-hmm. And so I've heard people say that if you want to juice your uh, money line payout on the Chiefs, instead of taking plus 110, uh, go ahead and take um, Mahomes to be MVP at plus 135. I am positing this is the better way to actually play yeah. the Chiefs money line because we think McCaffrey is inevitable here. And all weekend on the network, I haven't heard anybody say anything but that. You can get all the way to 225 instead of 135 by putting these two together, even though it's not instinctual to do so. Yeah, that's great. I yeah, mean, yeah a, that happens. That's solid. If the Chiefs win, also the Niners, I mean, Christian McCaffrey's had a touchdown. He's There's no way to get value on the Christian McCaffrey touchdown. If you're betting on the Chiefs, then yeah, put them together. It's actually, if you put it together, if you positively correlate it, McCaffrey TV and the Niners score, it's only 105. So you're getting way more juice to play the negative correlation here, uh, yeah. which I like quite a bit. And like, let's be honest, like nobody thinks that the the Chiefs are going to win this game seven zero, right, or seven three. Like, no. they're going to give up fourteen points. They're going to give up twenty one points. Whatever you feel the number are, they're going to give up two to three scores. And they're still you like them to win the game even at that two to three scores. And you like McCaffrey to get one of them. So like, I I don't know. I was pretty proud of this one. That's a great one. Yeah. No, I like it. Uh, is it is it time to go for our second guest express now? It is time to pay the last of our bills to give our sponsors a little bit of love, and then we will be back with the second guest express. So we'll see you after the break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Martin, you seem really anxious to give out your second guest express. This is the one that's going to haunt you the entire offseason that you could have won the contest with if you just had the stones to put it in your active bets. It still is withering away on your bench. Tell us all what it is. Well, I don't know if it would have won me the contest, but if Brock Purdy wins the MVP at the Super Bowl, I'm going to be in a fetal position for at least three <laughs> days because I'm just the the con the conversation is going to be so disgusting. I'm just not going to be prepared. It's just all going to be retroactively. That's why he should have been the MVP over Lamar Jackson. And shout out to the one guy who made Lamar Jackson not the unanimous MVP for the second time in a row. You way to go, you who voted for Josh Allen. Way to go, you. Uh, but no, uh, Brock Purdy two to one to win the MVP. Is first, it's just insane to me that we're in this position. <laughs> I can't believe it. You, you want to talk about paying the quarterback tax? Uh, I do think the San Francisco wins this game, but again, I think they won it on the legs of Christian McCaffrey. But if in fact they do not, and Brock Purdy throws for five touchdowns or something ridiculous in this game, this the conversation all summer is just going to be like, oh my God, when is week mm-hmm. one? Because is Brock Purdy really a top yeah. five quarterback in the NFL? The answer is no. The answer is no. The answer is no. And I'm old was enough it, to remember when we did the same thing with Nick Foles. And uh, and is he going to be – is he the difference? And then Jacksonville signed him and got hurt against the same Kansas City Chiefs team within three quarters and Gardner Minshew outplayed him for the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm just not – I'm not prepared for what the, the discourse of Brock Purdy winning MVP uh, in a game in which I am predicting them to win and a game in which I'm predicting them to score at least 24 points. So, uh, yeah, I, I – this is going to be the one that haunts me. Well, I apologize because I, I air check everything on the network. So sometimes things blend together in my head. It might've been one of you two, or it might've been somebody on minus three, but they brought up the point that like Purdy was one playoff loss away from having conversations about whether he was going to be the starter next year. And now he's one win away from having conversations about whether he's the most valuable guy in the league. Like, have we ever seen a bigger dichotomy of, of talking points? That was you, Martin, uh, between one guy, between one outcome in such a short span of time. If Purdy throws that interception, if he throws an interception on that last drive against the Packers instead of Jordan Love throwing an interception on the last drive against the 49ers, that would be the conversation. Is Kirk Cousins coming? Can they get Tom Brady out of the Fox booth? That would look, I've been producing sports TV for way too long. I can predict the future in terms of what the <laughs> topics will be. That's exactly what the topic would have been. Should they move up and try to get uh uh you know, uh, Caleb Williams, that's all they need is a quarterback. That would have been the conversation, but he's earned his spot now. But if I let, let, let's just pump the brakes, that's that's my thing. It's in Vegas, yeah, you're on a heater, time to get up from the table. Well, uh, future conversations of trendy are going to be why about why did you only let Jen Piacenti give four Super Bowl picks? So, Jen, go ahead, give us the oh, fifth, man. go ahead, give us that fifth. Well, I, I have a long list of bets, but I will tell you if I were really going to be shooting for the moon to try to win this. Travis Kelsey, it's fluctuated. I don't know what the latest is on Caesars. It was plus 1600 earlier in the week. I don't know what it is now. It might be plus 1200. It may have gone down, but a few days ago, it was plus 1600. Travis Kelsey MVP is something that I feel like I want to put a sprinkle on. I thought about going for it, and I know it sounds crazy, but as no tight end has ever won the award, and as we have Taylor Swift, et cetera, if Travis Kelsey throws the touchdown pass to Patrick Mahomes and he has the 1989 special, wouldn't it just complete the story? Wouldn't we just put a bow on it? 
16 to one. Oh, there's a part of me that says that this is a foregone conclusion if the Chiefs win. It's also, it's just winning again, you're gonna boring. It's just it's really weird to right now, but I love the one, right, one now. right now, but it's it's uh-huh. gonna be it's gonna drive me nuts when I'm sitting there watching Travis and Taylor kiss on the 50 yard line as he's hosting his as he's hoisting his MVP trophy. And I was just I wrong about every single thing in this game. Well, it is like this weird thing, right? Like we all know the NBA is MVP is like, I don't know, 60% narrative, 70% narrative instead of what's actually happening on the court. I think they've avoided that uh, for Super Bowl MVPs because they just give it to the quarterback regardless of what the narrative is. But to the extent that narrative comes into a voter's mind, how many people are going to be like, it will make me so much more money because the league will be more successful if we hook in more Swifties? And how much other people will be like, man, screw those guys. They don't know football. I'm not voting for Kelsey, even if he has 10 touchdowns, because I don't want to further that choice. So I think it's going to be this weird like dichotomy in the in the voters' heads that I had no idea how to predict what to come up. Uh, so if I wasn't playing in the contest, guys, here are two picks that I really liked that are closer to even odds that um, that I would have put into my best four bets. One is 49ers' first drive punt is plus 115. They're rusty after two weeks. The You hear quarterbacks talk about this all the time, that it's such a strange pregame rhythm that it's hard to get going after you have to sit through the Reba McIntyre and all the histrionics and everything else that goes into it before the game. Chiefs D is really good. And like, Purdy's never been there before. The adrenaline is going to be pumping through his, his blood. They can absolutely still win this game, but still punt on the first drive. And I was surprised to see a plus in front of that figure. Uh, I also like Niners under on 24 and a half because I like the hook there. Minus 125. Like we like the under in the game and the Niners can absolutely still win this. We just saw the, the Chiefs score 17 points. So you can have a Niners win. You can have the uh, the total under hit and still have the Niners under 24 and a half. So I like that as kind of a hedge against multiple outcomes because the Chiefs can also win 31-17 and you still win this bet. And then just to empty the notebook, as I said, I, I read every single prop uh, you guys can say if you react strongly to any of these, I'm just going to rush through them without even having real analysis. Um, let's see here. Oh, one last thing for the 24 points. Uh, I know I was like uh, poo-pooing, like going too far into history before on analytics, but the losing team in the Super Bowl has been under uh, 25 points. 49 out of 57 games. So it's another way to play the Chiefs. 49 out of 57 times, the losing team was at 24 or less. So file that one away because you could win even if the Niners win, but you're also extremely likely to win if the Chiefs win that that bet. Uh, Total rushing yards over 235.5 minus 115. Run the rock. 100-yard rusher in the game. So you you get anybody, you get that at minus 125. I don't like that one quite as enough. This one I do like quite a bit. Both teams with a 35-yard field goal or more is minus 125 minus 125 for them to stall out anywhere near the red zone or a two minute drill at the end of a half leads to a long field goal whatever it is i like both teams to clear that number because i also like them to both be aggressive if it's fourth and two or whatever at the goal line uh to actually go for it rather than kick that field goal so i think that 35 is a pretty good marker for you uh total fourth down conversions over one and a half is plus 110 if we think it's going to be a tight game then we might see some fourth down chasing at the end of it so um plus 110 there chiefs first team in the red zone minus 115 uh that's another way to play the purdy nerves that they're going to use their experience to be more successful in the first quarter i also know that first half bets are popular with the chiefs that's another way to play them Ooh, a couple more in the notebook. 
Uh, both teams have a rushing touchdown plus 130. A score in the first six minutes of the game. I love this one. No, no score in the first six minutes of the game is minus 135. You should have to pay a lot more juice on that because if either team takes a punt or has a sustained drive and the clock and the change run four or five times, you're already pretty much home free on that bet. It's also not much fun to root for, which makes it more fun to gamble on and make money. Because, Martin, the best bets are the ones that win. Uh, Will either team use all six timeouts in regulation plus 145? What the hell are you doing with them? Why wouldn't you use all your timeouts? What are the teams damn well better call all six of them? Uh, This is All right, three last ones, guys. I'm sorry. I know this is a monologue. Martin's drinking water for me right now as my voice is getting hoarse. What will be more? I think this is a really interesting and fun bet. I'll actually stop at and after this one, let you guys reply. What will be more, the longest play or total points? Longest play is plus 105. So if you like the under, if you think this is going to be a game in the 40s, uh, 40 total, any one play, any one breakaway from McCaffrey, any one uh, breakaway from anybody basically makes it untouchable. Or if we're looking at like a 17-10 game, all you need is a 30-point play at that point. So would either of you get down on a fun prop like that, and what side would you take? Jed, you go first. I would definitely take the play because George Kittle or Brandon Ayuk are prime, or even Debo Samuel are prime candidates for that. Um, maybe even Travis Kelsey. So yeah, because I think the game total is going to be low and I think there's going to have to be some kind of a dramatic comeback attempt, whether it's from Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes. Um, yeah, I would definitely take the play. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play as well. I'm going to play summer, as well. I, well. Plus two, I think that, I think we're, I don't think either team scores over 24 points. Right. So I, I I like that longest play thing because I could it might double it up. I could see a, a play of fifty yards. Yeah, I mean, you what had fifty one last week. Yeah, and then just look back at Chiefs. I don't think he'll probably play. But Kadarius Tony, what that punt return? You probably you you probably had it on a punt return last year on AJ Brown uh, that long catch for AJ Brown last year. Like, yeah, you probably came through this one, and that was in a much higher scoring, a much higher scoring game just in that one. But yeah, yeah, it's super I, fun I to like root for, right? You can like any play of the entire game, you can basically put this thing away if you get like a 67-yard breakaway. Unless we see the one of the most exciting Super Bowls ever, then you won either way. Uh last two cross-sport bets. I feel like obligated to throw out two cross-sport bets. Uh one, Patrick Mahomes passing attempts versus SGA uh points plus rebounds versus the Kings on Sunday. I'm taking SGA in that one. You only have to play uh minus 0.5 and it's even it's minus 115. They make it a coin flip. I think SGA is going to go for 40 plus combined points and rebounds in that game. I do not think Mahomes is going to throw 40 plus times unless they are way behind in a negative game script. I think this is going to be more ball control try to keep the way uh keep the 49ers offense off the field final one uh contractual obligation for me to throw out a cross sport soccer bet because caesar's listening so i have to give an opinion given my position at the network and you guys will have no opinion on this so i apologize mahomes yards of first rush versus total premier league goals on sunday the Premier League only has two games on Sunday, and I like the under in both of them. So I think this is almost a way to get uh, Mahomes at minus 115 for his first rush to be like five or six yards. And if you like, as you said earlier, Martin, for him to roll out on a third and eight and pick it up with his legs, and he picks up 11 on that scramble, ain't no way in hell those two games are hitting 11. So I think this is a great way to play cross sports. All right, that was a lot. Any other ones I threw out there that you actually liked, or can you even remember all of them because I rattled them off so fast? I have, I, I like the under for the Niners. I mean, there were so many, most of them were great. <laughs> I, 
I have a list of two. I'll just dump out real fast. Brock Purdy one under one and a half passing touchdowns on some books is playing paying plus money. Look, he's averaged one per game in the postseason. The Chiefs allowed 19 I like that. during the regular season. Come on. Uh, Purdy under 21 and a half pass completions. This has been moving down to 20 and a half after I grabbed it. But if it goes back up, take it under 20 and a half because these Chiefs are allowing an average of just 20.25 per game. And Purdy's only gotten to 22 four times all year, four times all year. Um, I like Kittle's longest reception over 20 and a half. I like Isaiah Pacheco's longest rush to be over 15 and a half. Uh, the Niners have allowed 13 different running backs to do this. And Jamar Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs got to 15. Monty got over. Aaron Jones got over. Um, and so Kelsey over 70 and a half yards. I like too. I hope he gets to 89 for you, but I hope he doesn't get to nine catches because I still want to have my dog in the race in the postseason. I was about to say, Jay, you're not sure how this works, man. You want to win the contest. You don't want to root for my bets. So, uh, Jen, I know you got to go do some radio, Martin. I, I know you got a lot of things to do. So we're going to get out of here fast. Waiver Wire, Lemon Pepper, these guys are the best in the business. They will be back not only for this week, if you want to hear more of their Super Bowl analysis, they will be back next week in order to wrap it all up. Uh, obviously, like this is super fun for us. The way we enjoy the game is looking through and rattling off 50 bets in four minutes here on a podcast. However, you're going to enjoy the game. Maybe you just are there for the halftime show. Maybe you're just there for the Taylor Swift sightings. Maybe you're just there for the food or the views of the holiday. Hollywood Hills or the gambling, however you like to enjoy it, then revel in it, crank it up to 11, do the things that you love because it's your last chance until September. Anything else you guys want to say before we head out? Excited for the halftime show. Most of the time I could care less. I'm excited. I saw Usher in Vegas. I'm excited to see what Usher puts out there. And Jen, I'm also excited for Usher. Jen, what are you excited for? So anything you haven't mentioned yet? No, I'm just excited for the game because to me, this is like the the end all package of what we work for all year. And I'm just going to sit back and like Zen watch this. I'm not even going to stress. It's just going to be fun. I don't even care if my bed's dead at this point. It's going to be awesome. going to reward myself with a great football game. Okay, you reward yourself with a great football game. Martin and I both definitely care if our bets hit. So as I said Absolutely. earlier, as I said <laughs> earlier, enjoy the game your way. And we'll see you guys next week for a recap. Take care, everyone.